0: Welcome to the Financial Focus Radio Show with your hosts, Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Join us as we discuss markets, bring transparency to issues within the financial services industry, and bring honest, thoughtful analysis every week.
1: Good morning, everybody out there in Radio Land. Thank you for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. My co host, Josh Finelli, will be with us uh, for the rest of the show. He's not going to be with us in the first segment. He uh, had to take care of a couple things, but he will be here. Rest assured, all you Josh Finelli groupies, he will be back for the rest of the show. Uh, So, as always, if you want to be part of the program, you have a question or a comment, give us a call. The number here is 877 670 7117, or you can always email us if you go to our website. NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Just click on the contact us and send us an email. So I uh, hope everybody is surviving these frigid temperatures. I got a, a voicemail um, from Cascade Natural Gas that they wanted me to uh, use less natural gas over the next couple of days because it was going to be so much so cold and there was going to be so much demand. So hopefully everybody out there is surviving this freezing cold weather. But the snow is good. We certainly uh, needed some. All right, let's talk about the week that was in the capital markets. Uh, Apparently, the market is finally starting to listen to what the Federal Reserve is actually saying uh, and and starting to believe it because this certainly wasn't true in the month of January uh, where markets shrugged off any inflation data we got and and traded higher. February has sort of traded the other way. So U.S. stocks, as measured by the S&P 500, were down about 3% on the week. Uh, So pretty significant sell-off. International developed markets continue their outperformance. They were still lower, but they were down uh, 2.5% last week, and that's international developed. Emerging markets, though, got clobbered. Emerging markets were down 4.7% and are now barely positive on a year-to-date basis. The S&P is still positive on a year-to-date basis by about 3%, so we're still positive because the month of January was so good, but uh, quickly headed lower. Uh, U.S. small-cap stocks were down 2.9%. Uh, so we continue to see movement in the bond market. We see rates going higher across the entire yield curve, so from the short end all the way up to the third year. Uh, we're seeing rates go higher. Uh, which means bond prices are going lower. If you look at the aggregate bond index, uh, which is sort of the S&P 500 of the bond world, it's the broadest market uh, indicator for bonds. Uh, It was down about 1% last week. Uh, If we look at the yield curve, when we look at the six-month Treasury bond, it's yielding 5.12%. So now uh, healthy above 5%. On a six-month, the, six the one-year is also about 5%, but now the 10-year is closely approaching 4%. So uh, across the whole yield complex, we're seeing higher yields, which means prices are going lower. If you are one of these people that still owns intermediate and long-term bonds, you are still feeling that pain because this safe part of your investment portfolio – Uh, is continuing to lose money because rates are going higher. And if you don't understand that or your advisor doesn't understand it, you need some help with that because we don't think it's going to get better anytime soon. Uh, Gold was uh, 2% lower, 18.17 an ounce, and oil was down a half a percent at $76 and change a barrel. Uh, So the big economic uh, data that last week that moved markets was the Personal Consumption Expenditures Index, Uh, which is the Federal Reserve's favorite gauge of inflation. It rose faster than expected in the month of January. Uh, That index rose six-tenths of a percent on the month and was up 5.4 percent year-over-year. Both of those uh, were uh, higher than expected uh, from all economists. Nobody was expecting numbers that high. And so uh, we're now in a situation where – you know, everybody cares about what's happening with. Uh, so good news is bad news. When you get retail sales that are better than expected, uh, even though inflation is headed in the right direction in that it's lower, it's not heading lower low fast enough. And so uh, anytime we're getting good news on the economic front especially in the labor market, what it means is that the Fed has clear runway to continue to hike rates, uh, and so that's why it's bad for risk assets like stocks uh, and houses, because traders and investors know that rates are going to continue to move higher, which means more repricing of risk assets. So uh, we also got the minutes from the Federal Reserve's last meeting, which showed the Fed is committed and continues to be committed to getting inflation closer to their 2% inflation target, uh, noting that the very tight labor market is uh, contributing to price pressure. So, you know, tight labor market means we have uh, wage push inflation, wages keep going higher, which creates that vicious spiral of Prices going higher. And so, uh, you know, again, we talk about this all the time. We've talked about this since inflation became a problem. We have never had a higher than average inflationary environment in the United States where it didn't end with a recession. And nobody has convinced me why it's going to be different this time. It doesn't mean we have to have a 2008, 2009, you know, global financial crisis type recession. We could have a 1992 type recession uh, where it's relatively shallow. We have a couple of quarters of negative GDP growth, uh, but things uh, go back higher. So it, it's hard for us to envision a scenario where we don't have uh, a recession because the Fed, the only thing that they can do to tame inflation is to, to kill the demand side of the equation. Uh, and, and that generally means a recession. Um, so, we also got a report, a revised report showing GDP, gross domestic product, essentially the U.S. economy, uh, grew by a slower 2.7% in the fourth quarter than originally reported, uh, which was 2.9%. So, you know, when we look at GDP growth, it's still positive, but it's headed towards that uh, potentially negative direction. And then the housing market continues to struggle as interest rates have crept back up. We saw a little reprieve there uh, for about three weeks where rates came down and we saw a little activity in the housing market, but rates have crept back higher the thirty year fixed rate mortgage is now over six point three percent and so existing ha- uh, existing home sales dropped for the twelfth uh straight month that 's and is at the lowest level in twelve years Ex- existing home sales are now at the same level they were. In the beginning of 2010, and if you remember how bad the housing market it was in 2010, uh, it it was sort of on its back. The housing market is looking very similar uh, from a existing home sales. So, you know, houses are just not moving, and you you know, especially people that are already in them. New home sales are still moving, but existing home sales aren't because when you think about, most people have a mortgage under three and a half percent. In their existing home, and so why are they going to trade a three and a half percent mortgage for a six and three you know six, over six point three percent mortgage and that 's why we 're just not seeing home sales move and Remember the housing market the two markets that are most influenced by interest rates are the housing market and the bond market they have you know they really move with interest rates, and so we 've seen the fastest move higher in interest rates ever. Uh, Our second fastest, 1981-82, was similar, and if you were around then, you remember how bad the housing market was then, too. Uh, so the other thing is we've, got, we've gotten 90% of the way through fourth quarter earnings season, uh, and the S&P 500 companies saw an earnings decline of about four point negative 4.7%, so that's the first – quarterly earnings decline we've seen for the S&P 500 companies since the third quarter of 2020. If you remember what was happening then, that was, you know, COVID essentially and, and dealing with COVID. Uh, so stocks, of course, when we have lower earnings and higher interest rates, that means stocks have to reprice. Uh, and, and so that's what we're getting right now. And, and again, we Josh and I have talked for a long time about how this is going to be a duration uh, situation, You know, it's not going to be a V-shaped decline and recovery. It's going to go in fits and starts, similar to if you li- remember the late 90s, early 2000s. That was a 24 to 28-month 20 period where we had uh, – there was a bear market. That period was a bear market, but we had unbelievably face-ripping rallies during that period, which uh, kept people in the game. So – Um, You know, again, you you need to embrace volatility, make sure you own short duration assets that are high quality, consider rebalancing your accounts. Those are some of the things uh, that we talk to our clients about. All right. Uh, If you would like to uh, be part of the show, you have a question or comment, give us a call. The number here is 877-670-7117. Or you can always email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Uh, click on the Contact Us. If you want to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a short video in the middle and end of every month. Uh, you can also go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Just let us know you'd like to be added to our e-newsletter list. When we come back, we're going to talk about that the fact that it's a market of stocks instead of a stock market. So stick around.
2: and I'd like to tell you about my friends at Volvo Cars Bend things look different at Volvo Cars Bend they've looked at the market they've seen the changes they've made the adjustments and now's the time for you to get into Volvo Cars Bend and see it for yourself a great selection of Volvos and an enhanced selection of pre-owned Volvo Cars Bend knows what it means to have a luxury experience come in and experience it for yourself Volvo Cars Bend has all the buying options for you and they're ready when you're ready Get ready to be Volvoed for life and don't forget Volvo Cars Bend is a truly local business. They support a local charity every month. Get in now and see the great selection of Volvos and the better selection of pre Volvo Cars Bend, where we know luxury. On the north side at Highway 97 in Grandview and at VolvoCarsBend.com. That's VolvoCarsBend.com and be sure to tell them Lars sent you.
3: Hi, I'm Leslie for OsteoStrong of Bend. I am living proof that you can reverse your osteoporosis. I started with OsteoStrong in 2018, and as of my latest bone scan, I am osteoporosis free. But I'm not quitting. I'm sticking with the program to keep building bone and to stay strong. OsteoStrong can help you with so many health concerns. I highly recommend them. Google OsteoStrong of Bend or give them a call. Mention you heard OsteoStrong on the radio and save 50% off your first month. Be better with OsteoStrong of Bend.
4: Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. The attorneys at Cordell & Cordell work to help men maximize their
2: role in their children's lives. For matters in Idaho, visit CordellCordell.com. 101 South Capitol Boulevard, Suite 500, Boise, Idaho, 83702.
0: Prescription products require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required.
4: Hey, guys,
2: did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to 4 joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 joy. That's forhymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F O R H I M S dot com slash J O Y.
0: Connect to the Financial Focus Radio Show on YouTube or iTunes. Listen to past shows, get our bi weekly e news, and keep up to date on the market. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter on our website, NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Let's get back to the show.
1: If you'd like to sign up for a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life, your portfolio, your financial plan, whether or not you can retire, anything that's on your list that you would like to talk about, one of us will, will talk to you about it either on the phone or in person here in the office. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get one of those scheduled. The number here is 800-743-0988. Or you can always send us an email at, uh, by going to our website, northwestquadrantwalt.com. Let us know you would like a free retirement review. So Josh and I last week on the show, we were talking about uh, the record increase last year. Last year and then in the fourth quarter of uh, credit card debt. Well, I was talking about it. Josh was... Not necessarily agreeing with me um, and uh, the other place where we're seeing uh, sort of the tip of the negative equity iceberg uh, is there's a record number of Americans now that are paying a thousand dollars or more per month for their car payments uh, it's mind boggling to me that somebody's paying a thousand bucks a month for a car payment um, the average is over seven hundred bucks now but I mean it's 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 just mind-boggling and so now the other thing that it was more important to me in this this data set is that the percentage of borrowers who are at least 60 days late in their car payments is higher today than it was during the peak of the great recession in 2009 and it seemed to me that it was very high then and so um, you know, th- these are this is all signs of like the coming pain. And, and Josh and I always talk about whether it's on the show or in our e-news to our clients that this recession and this economic slowdown is going to be about duration. It's not going to be this sharp V down or, you know, V shape economic uh Um, cycle where we go straight down and then straight back up. It's going to, we're going to have this fits and starts, you know, obviously the month of January, we had a ripping month of January. Now, February, we're seeing a sell-off. And so it's a duration story because people's behavior takes them a long time to, to change their behavior. And like, if you're going to get foreclosed on in your house or, or your car, it takes a while, right? Do it one payment. And so this is sort of this slow, unfortunate, bleed out. It's
5: rolling across industries. Yeah. Leading, you know, to this week is a week where we see a bunch of layoffs at Wells Fargo and the mortgage department uh, starting to percolate more into the real estate specific leveraged stuff here in in the beginning of 2023. But uh, I think even we dramatically underestimated the scale of the accumulated savings that are buying people more time than in previous recessions where they would have already.
1: Well, I mean, to... it's similar to the early 2000s in that, you know, you're starting to see, because obviously this is all, you know, the debt we're seeing, the increase in consumer debt is being added at record paces, but then the people that have subprime debt already are starting to default on that or the beginning parts of the default are happening. And so, uh, as always, these things, in, you know, the, the last, the 2008-2009 situation was a about companies were just writing that off left and right. Uh, This is more business cycle related, uh, and and so that's why this is going to certainly take longer. Um, Some other data that I wanted to read before we talk about um, what we're going to talk about in this segment is, and this comes from Peter Malik from Creative Planning. Um, He says, since 1950, the S&P 500 ended with a positive total return 57 out of those 73 years, or 78% of the time despite the average entry-year drawdown of 13.8%. Uh, so obviously, that means no reward without risk. The market moves around a lot. You need to accept it, embrace it, and learn to love it uh, because your alternative is to try to time it, and we know the data on that is atrocious. So in this segment, Josh and I wanted to talk about what uh, is the ultimate driver of any business's value, right? So if we take our business, Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, in 2021, we had our best year for earnings ever. Uh, and if we were to have sold our business based on the, the year end value or the year end earnings of Northwest Quadrant, we would have gotten a bigger multiple for our business or a higher price for our business than if we had looked at the end of 2022, when obviously revenue had declined, we didn't decline much. We were down, I think 2%, but you know, all that was lower. And so when you think about, uh, buying a business you 're buying a future earnings stream right, and so it 's no different whether you buy stocks in the, in the publicly traded market or an individual private business if you buy a, a, you know a, a convenience store or a car dealership or whatever it might be you 're you're bu- you're buying it based on where interest rates are uh, at the time or where you think they 're going to go and the growth rate of those earnings and and where earnings are and, and where you think they 're going to grow and so you know we have these conversations with clients all the time, and they make me a bit crazy because everybody is focused on the stock market uh, it 's really a market of stocks and don 't even think about them as stocks. Think about it as you 're buying pieces of businesses so let 's say you just buy the s p five hundred and you you know there 's five hundred of the biggest companies in the United States. Do you as a person who hopefully believes in this country and and, and uh, the businesses that are in this country? Do you believe those businesses that make up the S and P 500 collectively will earn more money in three, five, ten years? And I think almost everybody out there listening to us right now would say yes. Well, guess what? That will make the S and P 500 worth more to investors, unless interest rates are at 10. percent But ultimately, the driver of stock prices is growing earnings. And so, you know, I say, we say to people all the time: focus on the businesses. Forget about the market. The market is there to serve us, right? The market is there for us if we need liquidity. Otherwise, ignore the market and focus on the businesses. And so as Buffett, Warren Buffett and Charlie Monger have always said, we don't think about us buying shares in a company. We think about buying interest in a business. And we care about that company's ability to grow earnings out into the future. And so you know, if I said to you, uh, it, for your retirement, you could own the Costco, the whole Costco on the east side of Bend. Most people would say, I'll take that because their earnings are great and they're going to grow over time. Well, guess what? You can do that by buying shares in the market. And I'm not saying you should go out and buy individual stocks. My point is the, – The notion of a market of
5: stocks directly contradicts what the financial media right. tries to get you to focus on, which is you know, the media's job is to draw eyeballs and get your attention. And it's not to tell you the truth or – make you better informed, and that's something you've got to remember as people
1: get lost in this idea that the market itself is a casino. Well, and they think of it, the market is being separate from what the businesses that make up the market, and, and it's not. Again, the market is there to service, and as Warren Buffett famously said in the past, the best thing for most retail investors is if we open the stock market up for one week a year, we got to price these businesses, and then it closed, because if you thought about you know what your house, if you could get a ticker on your house, uh, on a second-by-second second basis, from you know nine thirty in the morning to four in the afternoon, five days a week, it would make you crazy. Thankfully, you can't. The reason the housing market works so well is because you don't get a price of your house every single second. I mean, Zillow and Redfin are trying to do that, <laughs> but it's not. It's not. You're not getting a quote on the market, and people need to. Dissociate the market is this like living, breathing thing that isn't related to the underlying businesses that make up the market. So believe, remember that. Focus on the companies in the market, the McDonald's, the Cokes, the Nikes, the Amazons, the Googles, and, f- and remind yourself they are going to make more money three, five, ten years from now, and their stocks will, their stock price will take care of themselves. Everything in between that is noise and distracting you from doing the right thing. Our most successful investors in our client base remind themselves all the time that they own shares of great American businesses that are going to go earnings over time and they stay the course and they have more money than you because they stay the course. All right, if you'd like to be part of the show, give us a call, 877-670-7117. Or you can always send us an email by going to our website, com. When we come back, we are going to tackle some of your emails. Stick around.
0: Sign up for our e-news today.
2: FM 100.1 is News Talk 1110, KBND,
4: Bend. Embrace the journey and enjoy the ride in a new Mazda. At Kendall Mazda of Bend, we constantly see our customers discover it. You know, the it factor. The feeling of pure satisfaction when you discover how much you get in a new Mazda or how little you pay. Discover the detail of design and exhilaration of performance in a new Mazda CX-30 with the Skyactiv 2.5-liter engine seamlessly linked to the iActive all-wheel drive that comes standard. The experience of driving a new Mazda CX-30 is eye-opening, especially when you can lease a new all-wheel drive 2023 Mazda CX-30 for just $289 a month for 24 months with 2850. Your trade equity do its signing. Why settle for less? Stop by Kendall Mazda of Event and see for yourself how much more you get with Mazda. Kendall, let's start something great. Stock number W2680. Seed lease disclosure posting at Kendall Mazda for complete details. All financing and approved credit $0 security deposit. Prices not include Title registration tax or $150 admin fee. Subject to prior sales. CD. The details offer expires to 2023.
3: High Desert Chamber Music invites you to the next event in their landmark 15th season in Central Oregon, brought to you by Mission Building. The next concert in the HDCM Concert Series features the award-winning Felici Piano Trio, making their Central Oregon debut. As resident touring ensemble of Chamber Music Unbound in Mammoth Lakes, California, this vibrant threesome has performed worldwide since 1988 and are prize winners of multiple competitions. This concert takes place Friday, March 24th, 7.30 p.m. at the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship of Central Oregon details and tickets at highdesertchambermusic.com Title sponsors include Mission Building Miller Lumber, German Master Tech, Pine Tavern Restaurant Hayden Homes, Cascade a and this station High Desert Chamber Music Come hear the music
2: Plateau Travel Plaza Food, fuel and fun After a long day And you want to play Get your mind off of have a great meal, try your slide machines Life's good on the Plateau
4: Quick stop, anytime. Gets you everything under the sun
3: Life's good on the Plateau Food, fuel, and fun Food, fuel, and fun? At the Plateau Travel Plaza in Madras You get food, fuel, and fun All in one fabulous stop After you fuel up with our low fuel prices, enjoy something fresh from our deli. Shop our store for local crafts and jewelry, travel essentials, electronics, and more. Then have some fun in our game room with 30 of the hottest slot machines and all the rewards you can handle.
2: Life's good on the plateau. Food, fuel, and fun. Hey, there's a lot of cool stuff out here
3: Where are you?
2: In Wilson's Furniture Warehouse There's too much stuff One of a kind, discontinued models And old furniture friends
3: Well, why don't we offer up the sweetest deals of the year And empty the place out Perfect the warehouse
2: clearance sale at Wilson's Redmond and Wilson's Mattress Gallery Bend.
3: Save hundreds of dollars, even thousands on sofas, love seats, sectionals, recliners, lift chairs.
2: Cocktail tables, end tables. Over 700 accessories up to 75% off.
3: So much stuff. There's furniture and mattress clearance specials at both stores in Bend and Redmond. Special financing
2: and always free delivery. See store for details.
3: The sooner you come in, the better selection.
2: At Wilson's of Redmond, Wilson's Mattress Gallery Bend, we've got the furniture and mattress for you. Sale ends February 28th.
0: You're listening to Financial Focus Radio Show, where you get honest and actionable advice every week from the partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Remember, you can always listen to past shows on iTunes or find us on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com.
1: If you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video. uh, It's about five or six minutes long in the middle and end of every month where we talk about what's going on in the capital markets. Uh, And especially how it's affecting our clients' money. So if you don't get enough of us on the radio and want to see our faces, go to our website, northwestquadrantwalt.com. Send us an email and just let us know you'd like to be added to our e-newsletter list. And that's the only thing that we'll send you, mostly because we're lazy and we can't think of what else we'd send you. Uh, So this comes from the uh, dumbest proposal uh, from a governor in 2023 so far. I'm sure there's been dumber ones, but this is the only one that we could find. Uh this is the new governor of the great state of New York, Kathy Ho Hochel. Is that how you say her name? Yeah. Um and it's a tweet she sent out. She says, I've proposed a plan to peg the minimum wage to inflation. <laughs> if inflation if it if costs go up, meaning inflation go up, so will wages. This would help to put more money in the pockets of nearly 900,000 New Yorkers, <laughs> that of course will not drive additional price. And increases. hopefully, you understand why that's so stupid, because it is the definition of wage push inflation. It's literally why one of the big reasons why we got into this problem. Like the, the politicians, you know, their their desire um, to look like they're doing something most of the time. there their solutions to dealing with inflation. Are actually solutions that make it worse and so you know to say we're going to deal with inflation by giving you more money the state of california is doing the same thing as in a so-called experiment well, so is the state it's of florida like, come on what are you people doing like that that is exactly how you d- create more inflation and so the the, the Reality is the only entity that can deal with inflation is our central bank. I mean, there are no policies that the government can enact uh, that are going to deal with inflation. The only entity in the United States really that can deal with the inflation problem is the central bank, is Jerome Powell and his cronies. And that has, he has to deal with, you know, continuing to raise interest rates to kill demand, but also, um, their balance sheet is still ginormous, and they could sell bonds off that balance sheet, and that would make rates go up even faster than them raising the Fed funds rate. And all of that combined would kill demand um, and uh, would deal with inflation. Now, Pop- populism as a
5: political influence is inflationary, whether it comes in the form of right or left wing populism. You know, you have similar things playing out in Florida where cash payments to low income people. I mean, the fiscal stimulus is what got us here in conjunction. Fiscal and monetary stimulus combined is what ultimately worked to get the inflation genie out of the bag.
1: Josh, how am I going to get elected if I don't give uh, stuff
5: to people? uh, And that's kind of the, you know, no matter what version of populism we get, which I think is maybe an open question, populism as an impulse is going to be inflationary. And that you've seen the early innings of this, but.
1: Yeah. Extreme political views on either side are problems for the economy. Big problems, whether 100%. it's too far right or too far left. And I know uh, – Well, they both
5: of- w- ultimately want the same things. I mean they're just versions of how they get there a little bit different. But <laughs> most of them just result in giving money to people right. at the end of the day.
1: Well, oh. oh, your Republican friends wouldn't tell you that wasn't true, Josh. <laughs> All right. Let's tackle some email questions, Josh, as, as somebody <laughs> said. Uh, this uh, Art asked this question. Uh, Art says, I've been a diligent saver in my 401K and Roth IRA accounts. My question is about how to withdraw money in retirement. Are we allowed to withdraw funds at will, like a checking account, or are we obligated to establish a withdrawal schedule? I plan to start using my nest egg at the earliest possible date, age 59 and a half.
5: You are definitely allowed to withdraw funds at will. (laughs) The open question is whether or not you should. And I think our answer to you would be, of course, you need to establish a budget and set up a withdrawal schedule the withdrawal schedule needs to be within you know limits relative to your age and your aggressiveness from a distribution standpoint an old adage that we use in the industry that still holds true more true than it has in many many years simply because of higher rates and the the idea that you can actually get a yield on your risk reducers within your portfolio now but that old four percent rule which says that at age 62 you can start with a withdrawal rate of 4% adjusted for inflation and not run out of money from a 60-40 portfolio allocation.
1: So, Art, I would say, you know, you, you're planning on starting your plan here, taking as much as you want at 59 and a half. Um, either you're insanely wealthy and it's not going to matter or... You're planning at dying at at 59 and three quarters and then in that case i guess it won't matter either but yeah josh is right i mean so i guess the biggest the crux of your question art is probably to do with you know can, it, it, can you take money at will and and that there's no restriction and once you get to 59 and a half uh yeah there's no restriction you can take as much uh, or as little as you want um just know that Every penny you take out of your 401k account that is not Roth assets, you're going to pay ordinary income tax on that. So you are obviously going to want to take into account uh, that. And, Art, you're young enough that, uh, that the required minimum distribution age for your age group will be 75. So you won't have to start taking money out of your of your retirement assets until you're uh, 75. So, uh, But, yeah, you can essentially put, take money out as if it was a checking account. In fact, I think a lot of accounts have a checkbook. That
5: But absolutely establish a distribution schedule and keep yourself within that, that predefined budget. That's ultimately having that plan is what will help you. Or, succeed.
1: Josh, or we could become buddies with Art and go on a whirlwind trip, and he could pay for it. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. Okay. Uh, this question comes from Lee. Lee says, "I'm 25, single, and sitting on $60,000 of savings. That doesn't include my retirement accounts. I have $6,000 in student loans to pay off. I would like to invest in real estate. What are the best real estate investments for my situation? I do not want to sit on all this savings in my account any longer." I'll let you tackle that one. Well, so Lee, you know, the the first thing I'd say is. Uh, you know, you need to establish an emergency account, emergency fund. So uh, hopefully you have some version of an emergency fund that is at least six months, preferably uh, 10 months or 12 months worth of living expenses in a money market or CD or, or savings account where, where you know a dollar today is going to be a dollar tomorrow. So that's sort of priority number one in having that. Uh, and you said you have retirement assets, which is great, but you also want to have emergency fund before the retirement money gets saved. Um the next thing is to tackle look at those student loans I mean I don't know if the president's ever going to make you pay those back he might just forgive them and since you only have 6000 I think that cutoff is 10 grand so um but assuming that those don't get forgiven Assuming that you're going to have to pay them, you know the interest on those. Some of those is relatively high, and so uh, let's say your interest on your student loan debt is six or six and a half percent. I would just pay that off because you guarantee yourself a six or six and a half percent return since you have sixty thousand. Just pay that off and make that go away, uh, and um, you know because you're not getting a huge tax benefit from that. Um, and instead of you know, so here's here's the two things. So you want to invest in real estate? I understand that. Two things you should look at. You should either look at if you're going to invest in hard real estate, meaning out out there in the world, you're going to buy buildings. Uh, you need to look at the cap rate, meaning you, you're you not going to look at the house from an appreciation standpoint. You're going to look at it from an income standpoint. So, you know, what you pay for the house um, and then what you can rent it for is going to give you your cap rate. Uh, you, you know, so you want to get a cap rate where it's essentially you're looking at like it's a bond, how much it's going to kick off an in interest uh, every every month in the form of rent payments, you want to get 5 or 5.5% five or greater than that. Um, you know, you lose liquidity, and you're going to have to borrow money to do it, so you have to factor in how much it's going to cost uh, to borrow, uh, you know, how much you're going to need to borrow, and, and so cap rates aren't real great, especially if you're in Central Oregon. So if you, the other alternative to that, where you have a lot more liquidity, is you could buy a... Um, Real estate investment trust index fund or a REIT index fund. Um, I would suggest if you're going to invest, you you just buy or build a diversified portfolio of index ETFs. That's going to be more tax efficient and give you more liquidity. But if you want to start building real estate, just make sure you're not overpaying uh, and you understand the risks that are associated with that. Uh, You know, like nobody, like somebody not being in your place, and can you deal with the carrying costs, all that sort of thing. All right. Uh, if you would like to be part of the program, you have a question or a comment for one of us, uh, call us. Give us a call, 877-670-7117. Or if you want to email us, which is what most people do, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Click on the contact us and send us an email. When we come back, we're going to do bonds 101. We're going to look at corporate and treasury bonds and the advantages finally in the bond market. So stick around.
6: He knows all the Mighty, strictly rhythm, not want make it cry all
3: Today I'll get a workout in at the fitness center. Tomorrow, maybe some rafting on the Deschutes River. Or I could go for a swim and spend the afternoon by the pool.
2: It's pretty easy to fill your calendar when you live the life you love at Stonebriar.
3: Walk the nature trails at Pilot Butte or maybe give Tracy a call. We can go shopping in Bend on Saturday. Sunday, read a book on the deck.
2: And after an active day outside, you come home to gorgeous resort-style one, two, or three-bedroom apartments with cook's kitchens, spacious bath, full-size washer and dryers, computer labs with free Internet, covered parking, and my fur babies. Pets allowed. Stonebriar is currently accepting applications. Their beautiful landscape grounds feature two clubhouses and are on Highway 20 near 27th and Bend. Google Stonebriar Apartments for details. Stonebriar, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Stonebriar Apartments.
3: The best of resort living.
2: Central
6: Oregon is a great way to describe where we live. It's centrally located. Close to mountains, rivers, lakes, and within just a short drive of the beach, too. At Thomason Auto Group, they're just like you. They like to get out there and enjoy what this part of the world has to offer. But getting there should be part of the adventure, too. Thomason has hundreds of great cars, trucks, and SUVs. Hand-picked, so pretty much anything you're looking for is in stock and just waiting for someone like you to go out and enjoy your next journey. Because the journey is just as important as the destination. Thomason Auto Group is family-owned with locations in Bend and Redmond. They're close by and ready to help you find the right vehicle to get you out there and enjoy the great central Oregon outdoors. Enjoy the journey with a little help from Thomason Auto Group.
3: Online at Thomason.com. If it leaks, clogs, drips, or bursts, call Severson Plumbing
4: first.
5: (laughs)
3: <laughs>
5: Stepping
6: into cold water is the worst. Jump into your morning shower and have hot water to start your day. Relax and rise and be on your way. Need to upgrade your water heater? Severson Plumbing has you covered. Voted best plumber in Central Oregon two years running. Find us at SeversonPlumbers.com.
4: If it leaks, clogs, strip or
3: bursts, call Severson Plumbing first.
4: Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. The attorneys at Cordell & Cordell
2: work to help men maximize their role in their children's lives. For matters in Idaho, visit CordellCordell.com. 101 South Capitol Boulevard, Suite 500, Boise, Idaho, 83702.
0: Thank you for joining Financial Focus Radio Show. Honest, transparent analysis brought to you every week by Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Call the show anytime at 877-670-7117. We'll try to answer your question on the air in the following weeks. Now, back to the team from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management.
1: Welcome back. I am part of said team uh, my name is Tyler Simonis, and that guy over there, he's Josh Finnelli, and we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the freezing Pacific Northwest. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. If you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable dollars, call our office to get that scheduled. The number here is 800-743-743 or send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. So, uh, you know, as always, uh, this seems to happen when when one part of the market starts to work, money pours into it. And uh, so there might be a bubble in perceived safety stocks. Uh, when you look at the price-to-earnings multiples of a lot of consumer staple stocks, it's, they've gone through the roof. Uh, and it's funny because Google which wouldn't be necessarily considered a consumer staple is trading cheaper than most consumer <laughs> staples right now. Google trades about 20 times. But if you look at Walmart, it's trading at 45 times earnings. Clorox, 44 times. And these are businesses that are growing at 2 or 3 or 4%. So shouldn't have these multiples. Um, Clorox, 44%. Kraft Heinz, or 44 times. Kraft Heinz, 41 times. Um, even Procter & is trading at 24 times. So, you know, what always seems to happen and crazy, and this used to not happen so quickly where the shift – would be like instantaneous, but because information is so readily readily available and it's so easy to trade, um, money is now gone into perceived safety stocks. Well, it went into perceived safety safety those
5: It went into perceived safety stocks a long time ago, and now defensiveness is expensive. So, if you're now getting defensive, you are significantly behind multiple. the curve, right. and you're going to dramatically underperform
1: not necessarily in in the long term maybe but well, in the short term in, maybe in the, not
5: and the, the longer the time horizon the more underperformance you'll see
1: yeah i mean it just it's just this idea that all these doofuses on wall street the, all, all this money just is like lemmings they just are sheep walking around wall street doing the exact same thing <laughs> uh and you know most of them would be better off if they just got slaughtered because they're not very good at managing money Um, And I'm not advocating for slaughtering sheep or anybody on Wall Street, for for that matter. Um, Before we talk about bonds, real quick, I want to bring up uh, the changes. You know, as part of CARES Act 2.0, there was an interesting change that I think nobody really is talking about. And um, so if you have a kid that maybe uh, doesn't end up going to college or uh, gets a scholarship for whatever, you you know, the scholarships that are existing out there are are pretty – generous, whether for athletics or for academics, which is academics is going to be most of you. Um, but now, if your kid doesn't use their 529, starting in 2024, um, that money can be moved from the 529 to a, for, on a tax-free basis to your Roth IRA, assuming you're the owner of the 529. Because know the, how the 529 plan works is uh, one of the parents or garden, guardians is usually the owner of the 529 and the kid is the beneficiary. That's why the the 529 can be transferred among beneficiaries because there's one owner. Um, and so starting in 2024, if you've had uh, the the 529 for at least five years, um, you can move, now do a transfer a, – Tax free transfer to a Roth IRA. The limit though is $35,000. You can't do more than $35,000. Uh, and the beneficiary of the Roth, 529 and Roth, has to be the same person. So my kids would be the, in their case, the beneficiaries. But what a Roth.
5: huge head start going into your uh, uh, early career
1: stage. Oh, guess what I'm doing? I'm going to keep $35,000 in each one of my kids' 529s and pay for their school with cash flow, and then as soon as I can, I'm gonna convert that to a Roth in my name. Bingo! (laughs) I'm still paying for their college, so don't feel bad for them. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about bonds. I don't. don't. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) I don't either. Uh, Let's talk about Bonds 101. So, you know, the bond market is is ginormous. So when you look at all of, the, you know, you look at the treasury market, the the corporate bond market, the municipal bond market, the high yield bond market, uh, the uh, government-sponsored sponsor, uh, enterprises like Fannie and Freddie, uh, the bond market is huge, huge, huge. And the the actually largest, most liquid market in the world is the U.S. Treasury market, uh, U.S. government bonds. Um, and so, you know, obviously interest rates have moved higher. And, and uh, preceding this segment, I looked at the bond market in general. I looked at, you know, the different parts of the bond market. Um, and what's funny is, you know, usually – the yield on bonds is associated with risk. And so the higher the risk, the higher the yield, right? So there's, a, there's two things that are big risks in the bond market. One is duration, how long out a bond might mature. And the other thing is credit quality. How likely or unlikely is that company uh, going to be able to not only, one, pay the interest that they're supposed to pay on their bond, but also pay the principal back, pay the loan back at the end of uh, the 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 contract, I guess, is the best way to describe it. But the thing that's interesting about the bond market that doesn't get talked about enough, and I think this is an important thing, especially with everybody scared to death of the stock market right now, is there is no contractual obligation in the stock market to give you a return. But if Apple or General Electric or McDonald's issues bonds, they are contractually obligated to give your return on your money, just like the U.S. Treasury. When the U.S. Treasury issues Treasury bonds, they are contractually obligated to give you the return that they state in the bond, in the prospectus. So if they are issuing a one-year bond right now, the Treasury Department is, that's going to give you, let's say, a 5% yield, which is close to where it is. They are contractually obligated to pay that 5% plus your money back at the end of that year. So that's why the bond market is so much less risky than the stock market because there is a contractual obligation in the bond market that doesn't exist in the stock and market.
5: And for all the noise and bluster that gets directed towards stock markets, the bond market's significantly bigger. Uh, globally. You know, I mean, last year some, there was like 80 trillion in market capitalization for stocks, and the uh, U.S. bond market alone was like 130 trillion. So it's a significantly bigger scale.
1: And so the important thing to know is, you know, when you buy stock, you're buying equity in a business, you're buying ownership in that business, um, and you're the bottom of the rung in terms of the capital structure in the event of bankruptcy. Uh, but that's why the returns of stocks are better over time because there's that bigger risk premium there. In the bond market, uh, you're the first person that would you're you're lending that company money so the company says i need to borrow 300 million dollars i'm going to go to the bond market i'm going to buy uh i'm going to issue let's say 300 million dollars worth of bonds that mature in five years and i'm going to have a coupon or an interest rate of five percent uh and so that's what that's how bonds work and then they go out and they trade and depending on where interest rates are everywhere else in the market that's where that bond trades but if you buy it when it's issued and you buy 100 bonds at you know, par, and they say they're going to pay you 5% and you hold that, you're going to get 5% every year, and then you're going to get your money back at the end of the five-year period. And so that contractual obligation is what makes the bond market so appealing. Now, the thing that we didn't, you know, we didn't talk about bonds forever because the yields were so low. Well, rates have finally moved higher. And in the very safe treasury market, which is considered the risk-free asset, U.S. Treasuries, you can now get one or you can get uh by a one-year bond, treasury bond, that yields a little over 5%. The other important component of that and what makes them even more attractive is you're not paying income taxes at the state level on a treasury bond. So that 5% is even more attractive than, say, if you compared it to a corporate. The other thing that's weird is corporate bonds of the same duration aren't paying nearly as much in yield, uh, which is crazy. But that all shall change as, as all of this continues to get worked out. All right, if you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video, five or six-minute video in the middle and end of every month. Go to our website, uh, northwestquadrantwealth.com, send us an email, just say add me to your e-newsletter list. When we come back, we're going to break down what is an ETF and talk about the uh, pluses and minuses. Stick around. Sign up for our
0: e-news today.